Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Sweet Abiding. It's John chapter 15, verses 1 through 8, in which Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Apparently, it was not unusual for Jesus to spend quiet evenings in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was near Jerusalem. But on this night, he would take his disciples with him as they closed the door on the upper room behind them. Walking about half a mile out of town to the garden, Jesus uses the time to continue talking to the men. As he often did in his parables, Jesus uses familiar, simple things to teach spiritual truths. On this night, he uses the grapevine and its branches to symbolize the life growth, and fruit-bearing of the life of a Christ follower. In Jesus' words, we see the potential for our lives to be meaningful and productive for God by abiding in Jesus, the life-giver. Now, the cluster of grapes has no say in the matter, but we certainly do. Abide in me, and I in you, Jesus says. To abide means intentionally getting and staying connected to our Lord. How? Jesus' brother provides the answer over in the book of James. Remember Christine T? Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. If we want to abide, we choose to go to him and let him come to us. We desire not just to intimately know him, but also to be known by him keeping nothing back from him. After all, Father in heaven, what is man without you? What is all that he knows, vast accumulation though it be, but a chipped fragment if he does not know you? What is all his striving? Could it even encompass a world, but a half-finished work if he does not know you? You, the one who was one thing and who is all, That's just part of introduction to Soren Kierkegaard's book, Purity of Heart is to Will One Thing. Friends, if we want to abide, we treasure God's words as a wartime widow holds to her heart the last letter written by her fallen husband, reading them, taking them in. And we learn what it is to communicate with God in the gift of prayer. Yes, as Jesus looks from the face of Peter to that of John to Philip 
and Andrew, to Thomas and James and the few others, he gestures to the vines, heavy with the weight of the grapes. What he says to them, he says to you and me, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. God, grant us the passionate desire to abide in you and the courageous will to make it happen. Amen. You'd like to read this? You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Sweet Abiding. Mm -hmm.